Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. If there's somebody I'm trying to kill. Well, <laughs> here we are. We're back after almost a full month. Uh, it's today's May 4th. May 4th be with you, Jerry. Yes, I know. And with you too. <laughs> it's like a religious oh, thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, Yoda. So I was on the radio today because they called me up. And they said, "Oh, you got to come on." I go, "Why?" They go, "It's a national holiday for you, isn't it?" I go, "What is it?" They go, it's "Star Wars Day." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that May Fourth thing." They go, "Don't you celebrate that?" I go, "No," because in my mind, Star Wars is open on May 25th, so that's the day yes, I would I had say. My children baptized in carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Now you tell me. <laughs> Saved a shit ton on diapers, though. Um, so, yeah, so I came on, I did the top ten uh, Star Wars characters of all time. Who do you think I picked for number one? Jerry. Chewbacca. No, I picked Darth Vader. They were uh, like, what? I'm like, without him, there's no story. So, he's my top ten. He's my guy. I thought you would be, you know, sympathetic to Chewbacca. No, he was number nine. 3PO didn't make the list. He's too, he's Annoying. too snooty. Snooty. He thinks he's somebody. But, he just uh, wants to be loved. I did go see Return of the Jedi in the theater last Friday with my old copywriter who's now back in Connecticut. It was sold out I, on a Saturday, uh, Friday at 6.30. I didn't even know. I heard about it's, it. It was out for a week. Yeah, they did it as a celebration. And there was a Variety put an article. They're like, I think made like almost $5 million. Came in number five at the box office. That's not bad for a 40-year-old movie that's on TV practically every other week yeah. for free. And yeah, it's still, and mostly it was families bringing their kids because the dads were like, yeah. "I want my kid to see it on the big screen." So, but that's worth it to see it on was. the big screen. It was, it was, and it was, uh, it was fun to be back watching it. And I remember where I was forty years ago when I saw Return of the Jedi, and I skipped school. And you got thrown in jail. I, no, I got in detention the next day because the local 
Channel 8 New Haven was there filming everybody and I had written a note saying I was sick at a Catholic school and I handed the note in and they go how was the movie I go what they go we saw you on TV last night so now you're lying about why you were out yesterday I go so they go that's detention Mr. Halleck I go after that you started wearing costumes I did yeah 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 so yes that cost me a thing alright the, the story I will tell and I don't know how politically correct it is anymore but here's what happened it was 12 o'clock May 25th 1983 because that would be 40 years ago I sit there I get in line you had to wait in line there was no pre-buying tickets there was no internet back then kiddies and you had to get in line early you had to get in line early oh my god my mom dropped me off at like 8 there was already a bunch of people out front and uh, I sat in the back by myself because I was a loser I was like, I'm too cool. No one goes to the movies with me. Come on, I'm, I'm, how old was I? I was like 16 or 17. I'm like, no, 16. So I'm not going to school. I'm not going to the movies with my mom or my dad. And they decided they were working. They had jobs. It wasn't like nowadays. Um, yeah, that'd be a go when your dad gets his day off. For, yeah, I'm going to see Star Wars. Movie. Yeah, no, they didn't do that back then. It would be like, are you, are you going to some kind of special school? No. <laughs> Back then, they was, that wasn't allowed. So anyway, I'm there. I sit in the back. I'm almost towards the back row. And this is when the theaters were big. Not yeah. this nonsense where there's like 30 seats well, in a the theater. the screens were big, Screens too, were so people huge. people have to understand when you sit in the back. Oh, yeah. You still got a full screen. Oh, yeah. It was nuts. So this gentleman who was like a motorcycle gang guy with the cutoff vest on, like the Hells Angels and stuff. Big, big dude is coming to sit next to me. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. But... And the person he was with, now I don't know what the term is nowadays, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but the fella that was with him had that disease where the moms got the government pill from the 60s. Oh, thalidomide. Thalidomide, and he had no arms basically, so right. he had like fl- right. the, like flipper hands. I'm not, but that's what they used to say. So he just had like little hands coming out of his shoulders, right. no arms. And the government did that. Thank you very much, U.S. government. So anyway, he sat next to me, and the biker guy sat on the other side of him. So we're watching the movie, and everybody's surprised because there was no spoilers. No one knew anything, even though the newspaper tried to ruin it that day by saying, Luke is Leia's brother. It was on the front page of the paper. So I go there. At the end of the movie, you know how it ends, right? It's been 40 years, I'm going to tell you. Yes. Luke is on the ground. He refuses to join the dark side. The Emperor is zapping him with force lightning. Right. Darth Vader's just standing there right. watching all this, thinking internally. Internal monologue. There's right. no this no that they added with James Earl Jones later on. Right. And you don't know what's going to happen. And the music's building up and, you know, this is the last one. He could be dead for all we know. So everyone in the, everyone's sitting on the edge of the seat. So he's screaming for his father to save him. And you hear the music building. The crescendo's coming. Out of nowhere, the biker guy jumps out of his seat, sends popcorn flying, and points to the screen and screams as if they could hear him. Save him, you asshole. The whole place erupts like, yeah! And then Darth Vader, as if he heard him, right. reached over and picked up Emperor Palpatine and hurled him down the shaft. Shamed into action. <laughs> if it wasn't for that guy, who knows how the as the galaxy would have been. So that's what happened. And everyone's cheering and saying Darth Vader killed the Emperor. We're all good. Little did we know 
that the Emperor would come back 40 or 30 something years later in a poorly written sequel but uh, at the time we thought he was dead because there was no body we thought he's dead so the the, the, the the kid next to me with the how do you say it again flamalgaide flamalgaide you got me doing it no uh. Phil the Phil Silver's arms. Philoma, Philoma, whatever. The rawhide kid. No. He's sitting next to me and he wants to clap, so the big guy puts his hand out. No, cool. And I'll always remember this. Yeah. The little dude started rocking back and forth and right. slamming his shoulders into the big biker guy's right. open palm hand. No, cool. And that's how they applauded. And I go, look at that. This is like a, a, a monumentous, like, why can't all humans get along? Look at this. Everyone for one brief moment is all part of the Rebel Alliance and they're all cheering. Darth Vader's victory over the evil empire. <laughs> and that's my memories of Return of the Jedi 40 years ago on this Star Wars day. Yep. Where were you, Jerry, 40 years ago? I, I seem to recall that I got up to instead of going to my studio. Yeah. I think it was right before we got the studio. Is this with Pat and the. Um, yeah, because th- it came out in May, right? Yeah, so, you got to get over there. Um, Ooh, don't do that. Yeah, no, it came, uh, so I, w- I probably just got, like, took a day off of my deadline uh-huh. and jumped in. And Would you be working on All-Star Squadron back in 83? Uh, maybe beginning Infinity, Inc. Oh, okay. That would be my guess. It was, like, the start of it. So we were trying to, you know, like, I, I would have, I think, yeah, I would have probably been working on Infinity, Inc. by then. Anyways, I went to a 10 o'clock show. In the morning? Yeah. Yes. And got there and... Stood in a line that went around at ten in the morning because they wouldn't let people in. Oh, I see. It was the first show. Gotcha. So they didn't let people in, so they had everybody lining up until they opened the door. But the line went around the block of a multiplex. Yeah. And uh, I think I was by myself too because I I feel like I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see it without anybody talking and bothering. Yeah, Yeah. people people spoiled the Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Um, somebody at the comic store had spoiled it before I. Oh no! Saw it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jerk. So I mean, I was kind of trying to avoid that. Yeah. But, but yeah, was, I don't have any... was it packed? Was it sold out? Yeah, no, it was full. People were screaming and, and clapping. And again, I mean, you, you'd get in line, and you—it wasn't even about you knew you'd, if, if the movies didn't really always sell out. No, because the theaters were big. It wasn't in multiplex. I mean, it wasn't. No, in there like, was like two shows. Theaters. Yeah. 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 So that's why they did the ten o'clock thing. But God, is that a storm? Yeah, it looks um, past a storm. Yeah, there's black clouds on the horizon. But yeah, so the, the dark cloud rising. The thing wasn't as much about you, you wanted to get to the theater so you could get a, a seat in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You know that was always that's the always thing. the thing. You didn't want to, to sit this. on the far end. No, because the theater screens were curved, and yeah. if you sat on the end, the image was actually like concave, so you'd actually. See, like a curved image. It is always funny, though, how people would go through the, uh, you know, they try to do those. This guy. I think last year when we went to go see Doctor Strange, it was in May. What yeah. does this guy go, two miles an hour? I know. Well, I just, but the clouds were just as black <laughs> and evil looking then, too. Well, it's funny. This has been a, a rainy. Oh, all a week it's rain. been rain. Yeah. We get a little sun and then it's, you know. I got to work on my billboard. I was just thinking of that when I saw that billboard for that lawyer. Well, you got to put it up yourself? Yeah, I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm afraid of heights. It's like a bad three stooges. Single stooge. Woo, 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 woo. Get the big brush. And the hey, Sherry, give me that. Holly, get up here with that glue. And then the wind starts blowing. And, well, and I'm all like, you. Into it. And I'm stuck to the billboard. People no, you're, go by. You're Look done at that. Like, 
Hey, it Sharon. Looks, Sharon, where are you? <laughs> it looks like Spider-Man. It's like a 3D billboard. No, that's that's Mr. Terrific, Ad. He's behind the thing. So anyway, that's my memory of Star Wars. And speaking of Return of the Jedi, shameless plug. One, I thought that was a snake. But it's a pipe. On the side of the highway, there was like an exhaust pipe, but it was standing upwards as if it was a cobra. Yeah, it looked like. I'm thinking, is that a metal snake? (laughs) One of the rare Connecticut sightings (laughs) of the the dreaded copper. (laughs) Jerry, with two good jokes so far. The dreaded copperhead cobra, Connecticut's known for. That's what somebody's going to hit that. It's not going to be fun, but. Maybe at night when it's dark. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I was bringing up Return of the Jedi because Jerry had an article written up in all the uh, the trades, the uh, the websites because yes. his four Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary salutes yes will be out in early July. Why they didn't have it in May, I don't well, they're, know. They're like I think they come out one each week because yes. they're on each of the Star Wars 36 and Bounty Hunters, Darth Vader and yeah. Doctor Afra. Yes. Yeah. But they're an homage to the, to the Bill Sienkiewicz yeah. uh, covers. And speaking of Bill Sienkiewicz, wow, we're all full of stuff. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Happy Bill. birthday, Bill Sienkiewicz. I think he's a lovely 87 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that billboard, Jerry. I think Bill, that's, that's, don't smoke pot and design a billboard because <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't read, read what that says. What does well, that say? It says jackpot juice. Jackpot juice, A-Z-I-D-A. more like... My God! Is Jackpot Juice coming to the convention? <laughs> Does this say Mohegan Sun? Yeah, it did. Oh, it's available there. Yes. Jackpot Juice will be at Mohegan Sun. That's a, that's my that's my that's my porn. No, that was that's my porn name. <laughs> that's why I'm growing this mustache. Yeah. If you haven't seen me, the the porn stash is coming in, and uh, Jackpot Juice is my uh, my porn name. I was gonna go by Buck Naked, but it's been taken. Yeah. And two tons of fun. And one arm bandit. And one arm bandit. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. So, yeah. I'm coming up on my 30th anniversary in June, and my wife goes, you're shaving that off before the 30th anniversary, right? I'm like, why? It's it's coming in. She goes, yeah, well. It's I'm gonna, going out. I'm going out. Yeah, exactly. That was a Billy Joel song. If that's coming in, then I'm moving, moving out. out. <laughs> All right. We got 18 minutes to get to the theater there, Ordway. <laughs> Cut it out with the the, the yucks. <laughs> and put the pedal fault. to the metal. Uh, We're going to miss the 40 minutes of trailers. Yeah. <laughs> we going in. It's That's like, fast. look. What, the clock? Yeah. Is it? It is. Oh, it's well. It's fast. All I know is, is reality. Is time even real, man? <laughs> yeah. I was walking the dog today thinking I was on the same spot where, like, 10 years ago, a Black Hawk helicopter landed. And some dad came home from one of the various wars the U.S. has every other week. And he came to see his kids. And I remember working at my house. And the whole house was shaking. I go, what is it? Those Black Hawk helicopters are massive when they come up close to you. And uh, it landed there. And it scorched the ground for some odd reason. I don't know what that's about. But where the belly touched the grass, it left like a scorch mark. And uh, I was on that spot today thinking about... Where it was all those years? And you can still feel look, the radiation. The Justice Branch, the U.S. Marshals just drove by with a cage in the back. There's a dude back there. There's a bad guy in the back of that van. <laughs> He's going to see the movie. He's going to say, "Hey, isn't that America's favorite cartoonist, Jerry Ordway?" If only I read more Superman books and Lex, less Lex Luthor, I wouldn't yeah. be in this jail cell right now. So hey, yes, 
amazingly enough, he's not been on the show. I so also no, I also have the uh, cover on the Mandalorian number two. Oh yeah, he's also solicited that month. So I probably five, ordered it. Five Star Wars covers, and I think the Shazam Night Terrors cover comes out then too. The Shazam what? It's Shazam Night Terrors. It's a two part thing. The that brand new doing. Shazam book that came out yesterday. They're doing some kind of two part. Thing company wise. Oh, I picked up with the new Night Sh- Terrors. K K N I G H T. Say the magic word came out yesterday. Yeah. Number one, and uh, but I think I'll have you know six. Do you have a cover that month? It's cover month for Jerry yeah, Ardway, ladies and gentlemen. Special cover month. It's the Jerry cover month. That's people pretending to be you. Alter ego on, in June. Oh, that's right. Because um, you know. Oh, he sent me that today. Glenn Whitmore, who will be at Terrificon on July 28th and 30th, sent me uh, that image. Yep. And I didn't put it with his graphic because I thought people would think, hey, wait a minute. That looks too much like the other thing. So That's why I didn't. I, yeah, that's why like I that. didn't. Yeah, I did put it up there. We're going to keep that on the QT, the quiet. Well, it's not the same image. No, it's, it's going the, the other way. Yeah. And you know, people flying through the air happens all the time. <laughs> Wearing a red and yellow outfit. Again. <laughs> And this guy's got a sun and not a lightning bolt, so it's totally different. We're driving through a storm. We're driving, yeah, riders on the storm. It's Speaking weird. of old music, it was, music, sunny it for was like five minutes. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, though, Jerry. <laughs> I just saw John Fogarty in concert last Thursday. Oh, cool! At the Mohegan Sun. Is he like eighty? No, he's seventy-seven. Oh, okay. And his two sons play in the band, so yeah. that was kind of cool. The whole family probably doesn't have to pay them a lot. Because it's his son, well, but he, he has the rights back. Play his own songs. So he has the right. That's why I was there. He has, he must have said it eight or nine times during the show. Yeah. I got my songs back. I own these now. I own these now. That's pretty awesome. Because he was really screwed. In oh yeah, he talked about he gave his guitar away. His wife left him. He wrecked his songs. His brother was in the band and stayed with the band. Yeah, and he couldn't sing the songs anymore. And he literally gave this beautiful guitar away that he bought right at Woodstock, where yeah. he had this money, and then for Christmas. Like five years ago, his new wife tracked it down on the internet and found that guitar and wrapped it up and gave it to him for Christmas. That's cool. Well, you so. know that the guy who who owned the rec owned those records owned the songs. It's the guy Saul Saul Zance who had the rights to Lord of the Rings for like. A well, that's what he years. said. He said somebody helped him get the rights back to his songs and bought. Had to wait them. for Saul Zance to die. Yeah, but now he has them all and he played them. Dude, he came on. His sons were the opening act. They had a band called Hardy Har. Like, Hardy Har Har. <laughs> and uh, then he came on. And from 8.30 to 10 o'clock, without taking a break, like a Springsteen, he sat there and played every one of it. Not sat there. Stood there. Yeah. And played every one of his songs. And even a couple from the uh, comeback in the 86. In center field. Yeah. And, uh, hey, let's go all over the world. Right, right. Rock and roll, girls. Um... Put me in, coach. Put me in. Yep, the whole thing. Smoke, lights, wore flannel. Even had a flannel guitar and brought that out. That's had a baseball bat guitar, which was really cool looking. But the thing of it is, 77 years old, you got to give him credit. I couldn't do it at 56. I'd be like gasping for air up there. What do you think? I think you're right. You could do it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, like you could get up there and play guitar for an hour and a half. I can't play guitar, but I think I, I have the stamina. Oh, to stand there? To sure. do what? I could stand on a stage for an hour and a half. Look at Terrificon. They wheel me out at the end like Jerry Lewis at the end of the telephones. And I scream at the end with Howard shaking on my lap. You'll never...
what alone. And they wheel you in like and, Hannibal Lecter, so it's perfect. They, I know, and they put the towel over me, and he's got to go to bed. He's been up for 72 hours straight now. <laughs> and I scream, give me a Tiffany. Nobody knows what the hell that means. I keep pointing to the board. I'm like, let's see the numbers, Ed. And my wife's like, who's he speaking to? But in my mind, Ed McMahon is standing right there. And he goes, Mitch, we've got a new, we've got a new tote, Mitch. Let's hear it. Tiffany. Jerry, on behalf of uh, the uh, mafia, I'd like to present you and your kids with a check for $42. Uh, Thank you. God bless you for all the work you do. Well, okay. Okay. He, he reminds me of Spencer Beck sometimes. <laughs> when they would just like start grabbing the checks out of people's hands. You've been working on that impression since you were a kid. No. That's not much Spencer Beck. Hello, Give me the cheese. Lady. Give me the cheese. Yeah. Need more tables. <laughs> anyway, that's a little ba- that's a little backstage uh, information there. So, Mitch. So, Jerry. Have you had any spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy? Jerry. Yeah. Because I've avoided it. Jerry, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to believe, Jerry. I've cheated on you, Jerry. Oh, no. I saw this movie last night. <laughs> Did you? At midnight. Oh. I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, the marathon over at Danbury. Oh. For one price, you got three movies, a baco of popcorn, a poster, and a lanyard with a badge. Oh, wow. At Danbury, IMAX. And my wife goes... Are you insane? I go, I've never been to one of these marathon movies. And now I know why, Jerry. Yes. It's a long time to be... I peed a lot. I kept going up. I go, well, I know what happens You got the big bucket, so you just filled it up. Exactly. And the cardboard is coated, so, you know. But I saw the first one already. I've seen the second one. So there was some time. And Return of the Jedi was playing at the theater next door, so I walked over there for a little bit. I did my phone. I was updating the website. I mean, I had hours to kill. And then I realized, wait a minute, some people just bought tickets for the midnight thing and just showed up. Because yeah. I'm like, where are all these people? Why are these seats empty? And then at midnight, everyone showed up. So I already know so what's going to happen, okay. so I'm not going to tell you. So it started at midnight? The, the, yeah, one? they had to wait till one minute after midnight. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because they had the New York premiere yeah. with uh, James Gunn and his wife, Jennifer, and the, the whole crew. They were all in New York City. And Palm Clementif and uh, the Karen Gillan we're in Florida last night at the premiere. There was like multiple premieres going on on the East Coast last night, and every city had a couple different ones. Like uh, Chris Pratt was in New York with uh, James Gunn and his wife. I think uh, Sean Gunn and yeah. Batista were like in Atlanta, but it was like it was a cool idea. So they spread it out. They spread it out. But yes, it's done. I won't spoil anything for you. It's a third movie. It's the end of a trilogy. Are you going to get up and uh, just go out and? I'm just going to get up in the middle of the movie and scream what happens to everybody. I'm going to be that guy. Guess what? Guess who's going to... And now I'll just leave. It's a very... I'm going to give you my review before you see it. Without giving you spoilers. Liked it. Because I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. My wife goes, why are you going to see the Guardians of the Galaxy? I said, because I love those guys. She goes, what? I go, since the first movie in 2014... I took my boys to see it. It opens up with him getting abducted. And then the Marvel logo came on. Yep. And you don't know what's going to happen. Because as you and I both yeah, know... it was the, not a big property. The, the original Guardians of the Galaxy sucked ass. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. The original team in the comics, Alan, Arnold Drake, and then they had some appearances here and there. They were never good. Then the Jim Valentino books in the 90s. Right. Again, not that great a storyline. 
So I didn't even know the modern ones that they had done with Abnett and Lanning. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and the movie starts, and then I see him going through that under that that world like Indiana yeah, yeah, Jones. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like Indiana Jones with a talking raccoon, and suddenly he puts that music on, right, and starts dancing to uh, Red. Is it Redbone? Yeah. Yeah. Come and get your love. I started laughing my head off because it was hysterical because it totally set the precedence that this movie's not going to be serious. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. And I loved it from the moment on. And then later on in the movie when he says, look at us, we're just a bunch of losers. Right. I thought that was great. I was yeah. like, you know, they are. The, the freaking weird rabbit, the stupid big green guy, <laughs> the girl that's, you know, the daughter of the guy that everyone hates. That was, you know, <laughs> group. I, I took all three of my kids to see it on Sunday that weekend it opened. And do they like and, it? And uh, yeah, everybody thought it was really great. It was different. That's what I really liked well, it about it. Well, it was funny. You know, it had a lot of. Uh, you didn't have any preconceived notions because you didn't really know much. No. So it was perfect as a surprise. Like, wow. This it was. That's why I think I enjoyed it so much because yeah. it wasn't your typical comic book adventure movie. You know, like, oh, here we go again. Another one of those things. And then six years ago, we were at this theater scene number two. It's hard to believe it was that Our long. friend Dan Yance had just passed away the day before. Six years ago. I didn't realize it when I was watching this last night. I go, why does everybody look so old? Yeah. Well, and 2017 then, doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but it well, was Because you got that years. COVID gap. No, because yeah. I looked at Starlord. First, I'm watching him in 2014. He yeah. looks very young. Then he looks okay in 2017. And then this movie started up, and I'm like, did Batista get fatter or something? Or... <laughs> What's up with uh, Karen Gillan there? Everyone's a little long in the tooth. What happened? Then I go, six years happened, buddy. <laughs> I think this is originally was supposed to come out. Well, it would have come. Well, out, he got fired. Yeah, it would have come out right. He was ready to go. I think right after the in twenty seventeen, he was ready to, to go. And then he got booted in what twenty eighteen or something. No, it was like yeah, it was like during that summer. He got canned. The movie came out in May or whatever. Yeah, it came out in May. Like by maybe June or July. They had all kinds of plans. Wow. Yeah, and then he was going to take over the Marvel Cinematic Universe after uh, Favreau, I believe. He was the next guy that was going to be the custodian of the direction. And then when he got fired, it was like, well, that's out the window. That's gone. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe it was that long ago. No, because I remember them all sitting around a table on one of the extras. It was uh, him, Taiki Watiki, and <laughs> what? That Tiki Taki. Tiki Taki. Ricky Tiki Tavi was there. So are these people all seeing the or the gardens? Yeah. The, what time was the first show? Uh, three thirty. We oh. didn't go to that one. Six thirty. Wow, this is as crowded as this. this. It's gonna smell so much like weed in there. Yeah, you're right. Can't oh, wait for this right. afterwards. We're going to the quantum realm we'll again. Park in the weeds. There's a carnival going on. It's been going on for over a week in the garage. It's been raining for like yeah, a week. A shame. Well, they had, I think one of those towns, Milford or somebody, canceled there. Well, this, this is Milford. But I'm saying like they had their one, whatever their oh. yearly uh, thing. In All right. Canceled. Well, we're off. It's 25 minutes of pure fun so far. So Jerry's about to experience Guardians for the first time. I'm going for the second time because i got to be honest with you. There's a lot of stuff I might have missed because I'm 56 years old and I was up till 2 in the morning and I was like... <laughs> Man. Did you fall asleep? No, I did. I don't think I did. I had blackout. <laughs> Somehow I got home last night. I don't remember how, but I Car, did. Car. It didn't work that way. <sighs> All right. We talk about? Oh, we could talk. I'm not going to put it. But I'm going to. If you're listening to this right now, here, one of those things. 
Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Jerry won't spoil anything, but I might say something. So if you haven't seen... What movie was it? Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, Don't listen to this. Wait till you see the movie, because I might inadvertently say something like, Star-Lord is Darth Vader's father? Who saw that coming? Damn you, you Disney. I was surprised that they... There was that major death. I didn't realize they were going to kill James Gunn. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, James yeah. Gunn. I'll but tell you one thing. Talk about fake outs. They're like, everybody's got an almost death scene. Yeah. Is that a fake out? Yeah. I was like, oh, look, someone's going to. Because I literally walked into this theater going, yeah. I'm going to cry because yeah. I know someone's not going to be making it out. But yeah. Anyway, I, we were talking to some other folks, and I said I felt bad for James Gunn. Not that he didn't marry a gorgeous woman and he has a million dollar new cut job but over at DC wait a minute why am I feeling bad for this guy he's got a hell of a life going on right now I'm going to write some bad things on Twitter too and hopefully things will change but I already well, have the wife and I already the have bad money. things you wrote oh I know hey now <laughs> they just haven't looked they haven't looked or they don't want to look so no I'm just saying the story he had for Guardians 3 that he said the script's already written when right, Guardians 2 happened before the whole getting fired before the COVID before right. all the craziness that happened six in the six years yeah. between movies there, the, he was the whole Gamora thing I think was dropped on him like oh yeah by the way we uh, right. killed her off in the end game and uh, or the Infinity War right. and you're going to have to figure out how to resolve that love triangle with, with yeah, Star Lord probably had a lot of things. I mean, a lot of stuff changed in that time frame. I, Thor, uh, Thor was in the uh, yeah. Guardians you said that, and I'm like, end. wait, when did that happen? That was in the well. That was in the end game. End game. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to join up with the Guardians. No, I know, but I'm saying like, and there was none of that. Right. So they the, quickly got the rid movie, of that. The James Gunn one would have come out right after that. If you know, if they had just gone and filmed. It would have come out right after. Oh, that was the original thing because there was no Love and Thunder at that point because it was like that was the end of the Thor movies. So what year was Endgame? Endgame was 2018. 2018, 2019. So yeah, uh, they were going to start filming, I think, Guardians 3 that summer. Right. After the second one came out. And Thor was going to be with the Guardians. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But I think that other stuff probably... Yeah, because I was always disappointed in Thor four when they just kind of wrote them off in five seconds. Like, yeah, see you, Guardians. But I'm it like, wasn't. Yeah, he felt probably felt like, okay, we set this up. We have to pay yeah, it off. Yeah. I mean, it's it's part of it was fun because I'm like that'll be a fun movie yeah. with those characters together. You know, Thor so serious. But I was thinking and, like maybe but, no. that was part of the setup for having the warlock character because he's so powerful. I definitely thought the Adam Warlock was going to be a huge villain or I something mean, in this movie he, when he debuted in the Thor comics. Yeah. He was him. He was him. And he I was, thought that was in Fantastic went, Four. He was him. And then he became more. No, I no. remember. Then he and Thor went toe-to-toe? Yeah, they did fight. And then he got his own book when he right. was just Warlock in Strange Tales. And then he finally became Adam Warlock with Roy Thomas right. and Gil Kane. But I'm just saying, I was thinking... Nerd like, talk. In my head, yeah. Thor works in that fight somehow to give the Guardians more strength. Well, I thought the when I saw the Earth 2 or Counter-Earth, I'm like, oh, they're going to have the Magus and the uh, whole like evil version of uh, Adam Warlock. And Adam Warlock was kind of this uh, afterthought, this picture. Which I mean, is, it was... It it was he did it. He, he Again, I think it feels like there was pieces that were cut out. set up in place. But you can't go back, to, though. You know to, what yeah, I'm saying? No, though, I mean, once you do it, you're done. Like, he had to do it. Like MODOK in yeah. uh, Ant-Man. Modoc was somebody I was like, oh, maybe they'll do him in a Captain America movie. Maybe he'll be in 
something, and then it's like, well, you can't well, go back. You're going to go straight, buddy. So should I be in? Yeah, no, you're fine. Just keep going straight. What are all these vehicles? I don't going? know. I see there's a construction sign ahead, but we're good. Stay to the left. Yeah. And we'll be fine. Just... But, uh, no, it's like, once you... Like, the Fantastic Four, those people are on borrowed time. How right. many times do they get a third or second chance? It's right. like, you screwed up the first time with Doctor Doom. Well, we're going to let you have another chance at it. Well, well a, you still didn't do thing, a good though, job. And this is still... Not that it... It doesn't bother me like, oh, I can't live... But I can't live. I can't live first, without Marvel movies. In the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. They set up the idea that... The Nova Corps? Quill... Yeah. Could ha- handle an Infinity Stone. Right, he did, because they didn't... And I thought, yeah. oh, James Gunn is giving them a piece that's going to play into the Endgame storyline. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they never used that. Well, here's another so one thinking, for you. Like, he was the one guy. It's like, okay, he's kind of... He'll save the day. But he was able to... Yeah, he could handle the Infinity Stone. He didn't well, need the glove or whatever. I thought the Soul Stone, yeah. because they showed Adam Warlock, right. I thought that was going to come into play in the yeah. end game because that's the stone that he wore on his head, but they made that the visions. Yeah. I think that there's just so many moving parts in yeah. some of these things that they have a hard time. Well, don't there's you remember some what... stuff that the directors get... Or the writers get some play and yeah. say, "Okay, use this, or use four of the five things." Well, don't you remember there was like that orange colored sky yeah. in the in the Endgame movies when right. they would snap their finger or they right. the Soul Stone? Right, I right. thought that was like another world, yeah. like the Soul Gem, like they lived inside of it. Right. Like at the end, Thanos was going to be condemned into that little gem. Right? Like, and wasn't that like a comic? That was thing? in a comic. Yeah, that's so how what, what happened. You're here? gonna take a left. Take a left. Yeah. But that's how it ended in the comic. They made it so that yeah. he was. Trapped inside the soul gem, yeah. so he thought he was alive, but he was in this but little then, world. You know, comics don't need to. No, you don't want them to be exact replicas. Yeah. And then he said, a "Story by James Gunn." So I'm thinking he's just picking and choosing yeah. what he wants. The actors were all cool. I yeah. mean, the guy that played the bad guy in Peacemaker, yeah. I can't pronounce his name. Can you? No. He was the he was the high evolutionary. Yeah, yeah he was good. And um, you know what? Here's, ooh, and this is not a spoiler. What I thought was hilarious is when he goes to talk to the whatever the golden race. Oh, the uh, what's it, Dominion? Yeah, but, and yeah. she's really tall. She's like six foot tall. Oh, yeah, standing out of that little thing. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what and is I, that, that about? Was, but okay. that was just great. And I was thinking to myself, well, if you're a high evolutionary, why don't you stretch your legs? <laughs> you know, why don't you make yourself? Oh, that's taller? true. Yeah, so I'm going straight. You're gonna take a. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I was thinking that too. Like, oh, it's like he's, but he likes but, to experiment on other people. Yeah, but why didn't he just make himself some lifts yeah. in his shoes? <laughs> but the other thing is uh, that he was so vain that he did that. Yeah. That he thought he was like God. That he had to be above everybody. There's little subtle things yeah. in there that no, Gunn's good at that stuff. I yeah. really think he's good. And then Sean Gunn was in it. He had a better, a bigger part. Yeah. I think they gave him a little heroic thing. And the dog. Could you understand the dog okay? Because on the second time, I got more jokes. The first time, I was like, I yeah, can't. I the accent was too hard. So, like, the Russians put me right, up in space right. in 1956, and I was not a bad dog. Right, it was a telekinetic was, dog. Yeah, yeah, Cosmo from the comics. But, you know, everything has to come so to an end. Going You're going to take a left. You going, can't go straight because no. it's do not Wait, enter. I'm not turning here. No, 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 buddy. Yeah. Go, go, go. Right, no, see I where see, that yeah, guy is? Follow saying, that car. Like, I got, like, five different directions I could go. That's why I was going. Only one won't get us killed. <laughs> I could have gone. To- <laughs> you could have. You could go up a one way. It might not be the best thing ever for the podcast. 
Yes, you're about to hear the very last episode of the Mitch and Jerry Hour. This is fun for Kevin. No, oh, whoever. People people just tune in to hear our driving directions. I don't even think they care about our thoughts on movies anymore. Well, that guy. Yeah, what movie? But you know what's so sad about the Guardians? Everything has to come to an end because you don't want to become a TV show. Yeah. So it's like, did they go out on a high note, in your opinion? Yeah, no, I, I think it felt... The very last like scenes were good, closure. very upbeat. Yeah, there was closure. Everybody got their story. Definitely. Okay, that's good. That's what we want. I mean, you felt that, right? There I did. Closure. No, I did. I thought closure. Drax had a good finale, and everybody... Peter Quill. Yep. Everybody I made was thinking for... exactly what they did, though, about his human... You know, is you're like, hey, what happened to his family? Yeah, I was thinking that was a good bit. Too. Well, when I saw all three of them together, you got plenty of spots. Oh, yeah, but I saw that too last night. I saw that actor that played his granddad. I yeah. go, geez, I wonder whatever happened with that guy. And then they they mentioned and go on in this movie. I was like, oh, somebody did remember that dangling plot hole. He was from Rich Man, Poor Man, Part 2. No, he was not. He replaced Nick Nicholas Nolte. Nolte? He does have a Nick Nolte look. Yeah. And for anybody listening that knows what that is, they'll be like, how old are these guys? Yeah. Come on, we better beat the early bird special. We'll talk to you after this break. <laughs> Goodbye. Sure. Yeah, you know it's a bad thing when we walk out and we don't remember where we left off. So, I think we were talking how old everybody got. You were focused on I was I focused on No, because it. you know why? I, I saw all three of them at that mirror. You're going to take a left. Because I saw all three of them at one time, and I got to watch yeah. them age over the last, since 2014. Oh, yeah. well, that's and that's when you notice, yeah. like, hey, wait a minute here. Dave Batista is having an extra burger. <laughs> Even Palm oh, looked... Am I turning here? You're taking a left. Take a, oh, no, going. take a right. Take a right. Yeah. Well, you could go that way, but... Well, no, 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 just go the right. Isn't that way to go north to um, Yeah, 95? but just go this way. They, all roads lead to 95. But this way, and what am I doing, straight? Yeah. And I'm turning in a light or something, or what am I doing here? Well, eventually it's, you're going to turn it on. Not light. at that light. No, 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 down the road. And we're not even making this up. This is the same road that Jerry's driven down for years when we go there. But, it, well, yeah, at night everything looks darker. And I've had a couple of beers. Kids, if you're listening <laughs> at home, don't drink and drive. Now, no. Mr. Ordway is an experienced driver and experienced drinker. <laughs> so he's combined the two for your entertainment. No, I just, I don't live in this town. I, no one really wants to, but. <laughs> Milford. Is Hello, Milford. So I am turning at this light. Yeah, you're going to take a left. Yeah. Terrificon thanks the people of Milford for their fine pizza and movie theaters. And this guy's going to go straight. Yeah, don't no, turn into him. I don't want to get hit. He's going fast. He is going fast. Now I, look at that. I like the all night gas stations. That's always been my, like, deal. It's expensive. No, but I like the fact you can go somewhere at four, yeah. three or four in the morning if you have to. What's your cutoff for going out at night? Me, now? <laughs> I don't know. Eight o'clock for I you. Used to, I no, mean, but I used to be like, yeah. uh, two or three in the morning was the witching hour. Yeah. And I didn't mind being out but then. But I mean, I haven't, but, uh, I've been going to four, bed. Four. I've been no. going to bed about one yeah. for the last yeah. year. I finally was able to get off of the night schedule. So oh, I that's get up good. around eight, you know? Yeah. No, I just like it didn't. I remember going out as a kid, being up all night till like oh, five yeah. in the morning. Well, the sun would be coming have, up. We'd, when the bar closed, we'd have yeah. breakfast, and you get home, and the sun was coming up. This has and nothing to. Straight you're straight. going to take a right. Yeah, that's right. This has nothing to do with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. No, wait, wasn't that part of Guardians? <laughs> no, 
well, they really did, well, the age <laughs> thing gets me because I thought Peter Quill was older than eight years old when he got abducted, but apparently now he was only eight. I was like, I thought he was like yeah, ten. But you saw all three of them, right? Yeah. And how old did he look? He looked like ten. Oh, okay. But now, so if that happened in 1988, yeah. and that was. Uh, well, did they have to fudge the numbers? Did he say movies? something at the end of the movie like a forty-five-year-old man sitting there doing the lawn? I'm like, wait, is he well, talking about himself? That, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Because what I was thought, that huh. about? Well, I mean, maybe that's is that how old he is? Well, because uh, they were making the fifty-year-old joke earlier. Yeah, she goes. Well, then you must and be he almost was like, dead. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. If you looked in the background and watched Drax, his head was shaking. Uh, was no, funny. yeah. She's like, he goes. Are you going to die? He's like, no, I'm not going to die. And Drax was like, no, he's going to die. That was funny. Well, the thing that's funny about it is they made a comment about his grandfather being right. like 95 90. or yeah. something. Yeah, And then, well, he could still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> it is was, just... It, I, the, the, the timelines on these shows. So the, the thing was, this was definitely Ro- Rocket Raccoon's movie. Apparently, yeah. I mean, didn't you think... Well, they even told you that in the movie. Saying, it's like always the been your story. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that yeah. was interesting. Well, we, they, they kind of said that in the second movie, too. Did you they talked read the comics that you knew his origin? Because I don't remember. I read it, well, one origin I read was with um, Keith Giffen. It was in a black and white magazine. No, that's New York. We don't want New York. We want the next don't we? one. No, wait. This New is, York. No, that's New Haven. You just said New No, York. the next okay. one you want. Well, this is just for added yeah. value. People are going to laugh. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, his first appearance was in the back of right, a magazine. But, what if they, but then they put him in the Hulk magazine as a, a rocket record. Oh, wait, when he was in the magazine, rocket was it one of the Marvel? It was one of the Marvel, it was Satana. Oh, interesting. Issue 8. Somewhere. Yes. Issue 8 by Val. Uh, no, was it Valmir? No, it was No, it was Bill Mantlo and Keith Giffen did the original art. Because and the, I, but the character itself, though, what was the difference with his origin? Did they he have was an this, origin, or is he Yeah, Bill Mantler just made him some weird little, like, it was Rocky Raccoon from the Beatles song. Right. Rocky Raccoon, sitting in his room. It was Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon, with, with Gideon's Bible. Yeah, blah, blah. But then they brought him back mm-hmm. in the Hulk magazine, uh, the Hulk comic book, where Al Milgram did the cover, and then it was getting Bill Mantlow. So Mantlow's his creator. But was that when Mignola... Oh, then they had the miniseries. You're thinking of Mike Mignola because that did come up on the screen, but that was more like a fantasy story. Would had other animals in it, and I think that's where Layla the Otter comes from, or Lila. That was in there. I don't know. Was it too? If you were, if we had younger kids, how would you describe this movie? I think my if I had a younger kid, like seven or eight or nine, they'd be terrified at the high evolutionary's face at the end. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, horrific. Yeah, but That's Dr. Doom-level stuff. But what he did to the animals was, was also cruel. It was like uh, Toy Story with yeah. the uh, Frankenstein the kid, Yeah, yeah, toys. the kid next there was making yeah. the animals. Yeah. So are there multiple layers of messages here? Is James Gunn trying to guilt us into all the animal cruelty that goes on with animal testing? Yeah, I think he's an animal lover. Well, most clearly. people are. But I'm saying, like, I think that when you see the thinking about animal testing that's what I was thinking when I was watching the rabbit and stuff I mean it was kind of horrifying you know what I mean seeing the rabbits seeing the walrus even the the otter yeah Yeah, with the fake arms it kind of 
does pull at your heartstrings. No one pointed out that the panda bear was Peter Panda from Toys R Us, was right it? here, or hey, Child wait. World. When Actually, I was a kid, their their their, their mascot was a was thing the, called Peter was Panda. Was there not a Star Wars character in that when they were on the str- when they were walking through with the big the rabbit face? Alter- yeah, there was the, the, the Star Wars guy with the big the big tube that wraps around his. There was one of those guys on the uh, street Might have been. when they were walking yeah, no. through alternate Earth or whatever. Counter Earth, Counter Earth. There was a character that looked, they looked like, like one the of Star those Wars guy with the breathing from, things from the, the uh, like the Tuscan Raiders. Jedi. Yeah, no, like one of the guys from Ewoks from uh, Jabba the Hutt's palace. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, with puppy. this, oh, with the squid head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, there was definitely one in the in the crowd. I was like, whoa, yeah. what the heck. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were like, what kind of perfect world is this? There's a guy with a squid head selling drugs to some kids. But it kids. wasn't that one. It was before that fight with the two, you know, the other somebody. One? Maybe it was the drug scene. I don't know. I but don't it, know. It, was just, it was definitely like a Star Wars. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. But Disney owns both. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So how would you rank this in all the Marvel movies? It's the, They stand on their own. The Guardians are like their own little, little yeah, book. Yeah, I kind of feel like the Guardians set... They're, set aside as their own thing. They're not really part of the Iron Man, Captain America world. Well, tonally, they never were, were they? No, they were kind of they wacky. Were, they were will, willing to be goofy. Yeah. And and there's definitely more humor. Yeah. Um, in this one, it felt a little more serious because I think the subject matter felt more serious. Well, you knew going in, he's sitting there going, well, I better make this dark. Right. There's always a tendency to be dark he, on these things. Do you think? I think it's just that the subject matter dictates it. Like yeah. maybe it wasn't going to be too jokey because they're dealing with serious stuff. Like Mantis and Drax. And Drax well, they're, they're the comedy. They're like a good comedy uh, yeah. duo. Um, but there wasn't as. I mean, really, you don't get a lot of ro- Rocket Raccoon because. Did you think the way they ended the story with Gamora is the only way they could have ended it? Just like they're no, not, they they're not gonna go, they're not gonna hook yeah, up. No, they could have, but but I, I kind of like that they did what they did because he just they set the in your brain like oh he should go on to other to people. Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, really, he was when wearing, they mentioned it, it's like oh shoot, yeah, he was, they, they really should have. If you that. notice, he was wearing a members only jacket. When he knocked on the door, I was like, "Oh, he would be wearing like a thing from yeah. the '80s because he probably thinks that's." Remember the guy, the that's character, the guy in the uh, um, Sopranos when he came out of jail. Oh right, right. Was, was it Sabashima? He was wearing like Miami Vice clothes because right. that's what he went to jail with. He had no new wardrobe, <laughs> and they said, "Oh, look who's here!" And he had the sleeves rolled up like Don Johnson. No, I, I don't still have my Miami Vice jacket. No, I know, I, I, know I, I know. You should put it I on. I actually had this great Where one. Where to the show? I had a great one that was. It was actually champagne. So I it was kind of. I had a blue, had a bit of a, shiny one, like a shark skin. Well, I had a. I still actually have a blue linen. Oh, there you go. That I wore to the Smithsonian. Yeah. In '88 or '87. Yeah. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. I still have that. It still fits. Yeah. I mean, See, obviously, I w- it's harder to button it, but it does yeah. fit. I had my work clothes on today. Sharon goes, oh, going out to work today? I go, yep. I got my, we wear this on yeah, free content. Yeah, that No, it's my, the, my, my bowling shirt. That's my working clothes. <laughs> my Terrificon shirts. I have, like, f- multiple colored ones in the closet now. Like Elvis, man. I got to go out, man. I got to put the outfit on for the kids, man. So, here's one thing I was surprised at. I was surprised that they didn't have the Marvels trailer. 
Uh, when I saw, I told you I saw it last night. Indiana Jones was on it. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure the theater has some. I'm surprised they showed the Batman trailer. I was like, why are we seeing this in a Marvel? Like a Marvel yeah. trailer right before or the Marvel movie. Or a Disney movie, movie which yeah. would be indie or. Well, they showed Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Marvels I've only seen Just online. On, online. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen, seen anywhere else. I know that next month is actually the beginning of the Secret Invasion with Sam Jackson. Which is going to be six one-hour episodes. Oh, when does it start? June twentieth or something like I that. I thought that. So when is Loki season two? Oh, that's not until like September. Oh, that's I thought that fall. was ready to go. Interesting. Well, so, I wonder what happened to that "What If" show, the the animated thing. Yeah, I thought they said they, there was a second. Yeah, season, but right? I haven't seen that coming up. And did you see Robert Downey Jr. in that Oppenheimer trailer? Yep. With an older look to it. Well, him? I knew he had shaved his head for something. That I didn't think sense. it was for that, but well, he had. And know, that's Killian. What's his name, right? Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Yeah. Not Killian. He's a Oppenheimer. Creator of the atom bomb. And Matt Damon. And that comes out in the middle of July, which I'm like, well, that's a weird time for that movie. Because yeah. that's more of an adult thing. I, I think that in the fall, more than anything, right? Can we do that one? I'll go like see that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're well, it'll be the week before. No, it'll, she ain't going to go see an atom bomb movie. <laughs> There's a week before Terrificon, so I'll have nothing else to do, Jerry. <laughs> Hey, bad enough, i got to squeeze in uh, The Flash just before my 30th wedding anniversary. My wife goes, oh, can we go away for that weekend? I go, uh, you know, honey, uh, I don't know. Uh, I got The Flash <laughs> with uh, Michael Keaton. I mean, we're going to be married 30 years no matter what. But Michael Keaton's back is bad, man. I mean, the last time we saw him was in 82 when we got engaged, or 92. We got engaged the weekend of Batman Returns. And I remember she's like, oh, we got engaged, and... Uh, we're going to go tell my parents and all this. I go, yeah, could you hurry this up, though? Because uh, I got tickets to go see Batman Returns. Down so, wait, the... here's a question for you. Yeah. Is that Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in that scene? They show I didn't a woman see a with Catwoman. Curly... There's a back shot of a woman with curly blonde hair. A big... Oh! And I was like... I didn't see that, Is that no. going to be Catwoman? Or is no, it I, I didn't catch that it? at all. I'm trying to figure out where Supergirl came from. Yeah. Which, because she's on the planet with Zod. Did he just... So is the understanding that he's plucking random heroes from different worlds? Is that what's going on there? No, like, no. I think what he did was, at least in what I get is with the Keaton world, is that he's eliminated all the super-powered heroes. Right. And somehow. Keaton's not super-powered. Keaton's left. Yeah. But Supergirl, and again, I'm thinking that maybe they're using that plot thing from the first movie. You remember the oh, first movie? Oh, the story you told her me ship, about? Yeah, the, yeah. Her the ship, first ship was empty? Her ship arrives on Earth like a yeah. hundred or a thousand years before. Oh, didn't you do a comic book for yeah, that? For yeah, Walmart yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, you think that's what that in is? in the beginning of Man of Steel, yeah. or in Man of Steel, they find the Kryptonian the, ship right. in the Antarctic. Yeah, I remember that. That was the ship that Supergirl oh, was supposed to have arrived on. That would be interesting if they did pull that one out of their but that, ass. Anyways, that was built into the first movie. Well, Affleck is the uh, is obviously the Batman from the yeah. Superman Batman right, world. Right. Martha, all that shit. But I mean, in the in the Man of Steel, when he when they walk through, that was where he meets Lois Lane and all. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When they're walking through, there's like a bunch of bodies, but there's one empty. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, so maybe clearly, that's where she and she's name is Kara. Yeah. Well, because it was Supergirl. It was the Kara right. Zor-El or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Well, we'll find out in one month. I'm actually looking forward. The first time I can say that about a DC movie, I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to Aquaman 2. 
I could care less. Of what other movie do they have? That's it, right? Yeah. No, Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue, Blue Beetle. In the summer, right? That's August. in August. Yeah, I'll go see it. I'm not. I could care. How could you screw that up? You'd be surprised. <laughs> I've yet to buy Black Adam on DVD. I don't think I'll, I'll wait for the five dollar bid. You don't want to see. I want to see your interview. That's I what. I still haven't watched it either. Oh, they sent you one. No, I bought it. Oh, you I just did? Never, I haven't cracked it open. I'm just so angry at what Dwayne Johnson did with that character. Yeah. I just don't want to support him. I still think that, again, I mean, I feel like no, that... No, but I want to see Shazam fight Black yeah. Adam. That was but the I whole think, point I of it. I do think that that is partial, partially why maybe Shazam didn't do that well was because Black Adam Came failed. out first? Yeah. I think if Shazam I mean, came I, out before Black Adam, yeah. it might have been better. Yeah, I think you would have had the vibe. It was from the first such movie a bad still. taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah, he's ugh, just annoying. And that good-looking Mary Marvel, she'll never come out again. In well, another she could be in something. I understand that, but I liked her as Mary Marvel. Yeah, Not but I'm saying anything. like they could put her into a Justice League movie, or they could. That would be the you know, fetching actress uh, Grace Fulton. You see, it was Grace Fulton, but now she has a married name. It's like they changed it to Grace something, something, her married name. Like, How dare she? No, I went to look it up. I said, I thought she was Grace Fulton. Yeah. And now you got to see her name. It's something with a C, like Kaylee or Connor or something yeah. like that. I was like, wait, is that the same actress? But it is. So we're like People Magazine now, right? No, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and I feel bad for Zach Levy because that yeah. kid really tried in this last one. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think he looked better in the costume. He did yeah. a better job as Captain Marvel. Well, the costume was closer to the yeah, comic, yeah. They got yeah. rid of the cape. Oh, that fake muscle yeah. suit! It was so embarrassing. But in uh, the kid that played Billy Batson, unfortunately, was forty-seven years old. He looked so old in those scenes. I'm like, what did you do, Billy? Billy Batson should be like twelve. Yeah, but they can't like stunt. I know, but he should be like Here, over there. Smoke some more yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> Here, do do the next scene on your knees. Put those fake shoes on. Um, I guess the Spider-Man movie is the next thing, but it's animated. They visually look cool. Lord and what's his name? Phil Taylor. Lord, ta- Lord no. and ta- Lord, Lord and Taylor. Taylor. No, that's no, a store. Lord and there's a cop over there. Why'd you get pulled over, Jerry? You're making me laugh. Lord and Nun Church. It's Chris Lord. Chris and Lord and Jack Lord <laughs> yeah. from Hawaii Five O. Whatever. The two guys that got fired from the Han Solo movie. Miller. No. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not Lord Miller. Miller. No. I think. So. Whatever. They're the ones behind the scenes on that one, so that'll be good. Let's do a quick rundown of some of the stuff we've been watching, real quick. I've been watching uh, Superman and Lois season I s- three. I saw Air. I have five about episodes, sneakers. Or four episodes in, and I really like it. Yeah, it's good. No, okay, all right. Have you I'm, watched it this season? She had cancer. I watched a couple of them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's all right. No, I liked it better than season two. Yeah. I, I caught up on uh, Perry Mason's Over. Watch that. Was that was good. Yeah, I like that. Perry Mason was good. Uh, I tried to watch a thing called Quasi, which was about Quasimodo. It was on oh, Hulu with the... Right. Uh, what right. was the actress I had on the show last the year? Show. Oh, for God's sake. Wonder the girl Woman. from the Orville. She was one of uh, Adrian Palicki. Yeah. I, I turned it off. You know why? The guy playing Quasimodo, I don't know who he is, but he was just miscast. Yeah. Like he took you right out of well, the I think movie. It's a comedy troupe. It was supposed. Oh, lizard. is that what it is? Broken lizard. Broken lizard. Yeah. yeah. He was not funny. I was like, I can't watch this guy for two hours. So I, I abandoned ship on that one early. 
Uh, what did I watch? Have you watched the new episodes of Titans? No. It's been good. I mean, no. I, I think they came back from their little hiatus. I watched the end. Wait, wait, wait. Mandalorian ended. I watched that. Yeah, that was. I liked that. I thought it was good. They, you know what? People complained, but I thought they they did they expanded the world there. Yeah, yeah. They basically, rather than repeat. Yeah. The same premise. Yeah. They put him in community into a community. Yeah. And at the end he ended like yeah. a marshal sitting there on his deck with the yeah. little baby. Uh did you you didn't watch Picard yet or you don't I have did. that? Yet? Yeah, I thought Picard was really I good. I thought it was good too. It was a nice wrap up All of the like way through. I mean it, it, it was better good. than the first two seasons. Yeah. You could have thrown those two out in the well, garbage. It definitely felt like maybe you needed those first two seasons to maybe. build towards a next generation I guess series. but it's only, if you watch this the third season and never saw the other two I don't think you would have missed much no. well you yeah but it was, it, it, was, it, was good. it was a nice wrap up it was it nice, was to, nice see to see everybody the whole cast yep that was good it gave everybody a good everybody day. had a good moment character moment I mean I would like to if they used the same showrunner uh, I would Terry, I would see another yeah. Metallus Terry Metallus yeah, yeah. I would, I would. I'd watch, watch that. Yeah. Um, what else came out? Have you watched any of the uh, Doom Patrol? No. No. That was fun too. Is it? That's done. See, I always feel bad about watching them because I know they're not coming back because they're well, all Doom done. Pa- the same thing with Titans. They did like it's like why five episodes and then they stopped. Yeah, but I mean the second the, part of the productions season. has ended on these shows. So with like Titans, the second part is now running again. Did, they didn't tie up any other storylines? It's the same storyline. No, but I'm, it with Lex Luthor, right? And he was, like, coming back and right, got killed. Well, the Luthor thing kind of sets it in motion. Yeah, Titus Wheelever. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched any of the... Um, Bosch? Well, no, that yeah, that's a good show. I no. enjoy that. No, I was going to say the... Uh, Sidetrack my brain. Knott's Landing. Yeah. Yeah. I did, actually. I caught up on Knott's Landing and... <laughs> I'm going to go into Falkencrest next week. So. Yeah. Dynasty. Um, there's no betting around that Pamela Sue Martin. Wow. <laughs> and Linda Evans. <laughs> like to be her. Like to be her shoulder pad. Wow. <laughs> what does that mean? When you see those shows. Oh my God! They, they look like I don't know what. Well, you, we the March of the Wooden stuff. Soldiers. Did we, did we, I didn't wear women's shoulder no, pads. No, but I'm but saying like I don't that. I know era, about you. The era. Of Joan Collins, round. The jackets were all cut. They always have these. They're all wearing those black lace numbers with the garter belts on. It's like, round. Look at that. That's how a real hot chick. Wasn't that like a big deal? Was the Victoria's Secret? It was. It was. That's right. I was like, when did that become like the thing? Like they they went from the nineties and the seventies to like, I don't know what. Like the funny thing about Frankenfurter from about thinking about like the nineties. Yeah. Is I mean even the mid nineties is yeah. is thinking about the acid washed jeans. Oh, they're going to say someone's ass. But <laughs> no. Good thing, good thing but you, you put the D on there. Yes, acid, acid washed, washed jeans. Were, and I had like a oh I, no, I had acid washed jeans. Oh god! But I also had like the DC jacket was acid washed, kind of that. Oh, and it had the big DC logo on. The Speaking back. of DC, what do you think about the new president of DC? Got elected. Well, good for him, Jim Lee, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Jim Lee. So last man standing. I mean, really, at this point, he's the, he's the only one left from the image group that made good. Whatever <laughs> happened to that Todd McFarland near yeah. to well? No, but I mean, with Jim, the fact that other people have gotten kind of canned at DC. Yeah, but do you think he's going to hire a new art director? He can't do it all himself. I don't know what they're doing. 
I mean, I, really I don't think don't. they know what they're doing. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, they cut they cut so many staff. I'll members. tell you one thing. When I go to these stores and put comic flyers out for Terrificon and such, I hear a lot of store owners going, geez, I wish DC would get their act together. I hear that a lot. Like, they have no idea what's going on at DC. And I'm like, if you hear that coming from a lot of different people that I don't even know, that must mean there really is something at the core of that company that's messed up. Or they changed too much. Something's changed too much. Somebody was begging. They said, you know, I said... comic fans don't like change. No. That's true of most, like... You know, the genre type stuff is people don't want their yeah. childhood stuff to change. But yet you do have to change. No, stuff. I know that, but I, I, it's, I've never seen such backlash like I have. I think now. DC's had issues beyond that that affect comic stores. Yeah. And it's different. Whoa. That's a rabbit. That's a rabbit. Yeah, DC, um, you know, they don't do as much outreach like they used to. Yeah. It's weird. I saw Joe Casada drawing a Batman cover this week. Oh yeah, Batman nine hundred. He did a version. You got to pick up Batman nine hundred only because all the Batman versions ever, from the Adam West to the Neil Adams to the Frank Miller, they all meet. Oh yeah, for this big epic storyline. And I'm going to say two words. No, three words. Bat Shark Repellent. Okay, actually plays a key role in this story. Just like, just like it did in the TV show. In the movie, actually. That was so the back shirt. It's the one that Zdarsky's writing? I, I, I guess. I just picked it up. I just It was a double thick book, $9 and all that. Oh, oh. It had like 50 different covers. One shot? I did. I did. I picked up Peacemaker. I haven't read it yet. Does that look good? I, what did I pick up last week? I wanted to read. Oh, I got to read Chaikin's book. It came in. Hey, Kids Comics. Because yep. I'm going to be talking to Howard. On the radio on Sunday night, I'll be co-hosting Pine of Comics again. I think you should tell Howard. For yes, me I will. That what? I think he needs to put a character besides guide. himself. No, a character guide in the in the back of that book, so that we know who everybody's supposed to be. Because I honestly, I get confused. I think most of the times it's Gil Kane and him, isn't it? He's doing other other kind of comic stories. Oh, I've seen Stan Lee represented yeah, in there. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's interesting. But at the same time, I what I'm having a hard time with is you're trying to figure out remembering because a lot of the characters continue from series to series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. He's done like three of them. Yeah, and I have a little bit of a hard time going. Oh wait, which one is this from one? The, yeah. yeah, it's like I mean, I understand. Well, this I one I picked up this week. Them, I, I flipped through it. It had a lot of uh, the war guy in it from yeah. World War II. I was like, wait a minute. We're going back. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was I just talking to somebody? You know this story about uh, somebody holding somebody out the window for yeah. a paycheck. Yeah, I've heard like five. Who did, I was going to say, who did you hear it was about? Because well, I've heard it was Storanko. No, I've heard Storanko. I heard Storanko held. You know what? If Storanko held somebody out the window, he fall. would fall with him. Yeah, because he's tiny. He's like yeah. But uh, I heard it was uh, Vince Coletta. No, here, I, I heard Alex Toth. I've heard Toth, yeah. And it actually was Canada. a different guy. No, yeah, well, it was a different guy. And yeah. The, the seemed like the history of it has been corrected. Okay. There's somebody named Don Cameron. Don okay. Cameron, who was like, you know. The story is the guy inked the pages, but he wasn't getting paid for it, so he got mad at the well, editor, was, yeah, and the, he held him out the window by his feet until he got a right. paycheck. That's Which what I Which we heard. know didn't happen. I, that, I, how, did you ever see yeah. windows in Manhattan? Yeah. How would you get somebody out one of those little things? Well, you're not going to hold somebody by their feet. No. What I think, what I, rem- what I remember hearing was it was 
initially at least the first time I heard that story was somebody brought pages in and yeah. they would bring pages in on a Friday so that the editor would give them a check. Yeah. So right. they could go the take the check to the bank, cash it, and then, you know, yeah. have a couple of beers on the before going home or something. Mm-hmm. Uh past the old side. Yeah. So that's the first time I heard it was that and then someone said, Oh, it was, you know, Alex Toth and it's like, Well, I you know, since then they've kind of rescinded that. Keep going. Yeah. They've rescinded the Alex Toth thing. Yep. So the last time I read it, I think it was I feel like it was just addressed again in like maybe an interview in Alter Ego. Yeah, it just came up Alter again. Ego. That's yeah. what it was like. And I think somebody mentioned Don Cameron, who was like one of those artists who was the solid, you yeah. know, a solid guy that nobody... Oh, yeah, my Shazam book. By I the way, kids, Jerry's giving me a copy. It's over there. Of volume oh, two of across. The Power of Shazam. I can get it. Where's your newspaper? Make sure you guys go out and grab this. It's on newsstands right now. It's got a cover price of... Thirty nine ninety nine, but you can no, get that's it. The, the, that's the USA price. Is it the yeah. USA? No, really? Forty bucks. Yeah, you can get it over at like cheapgraphicnovels dot com for forty percent off. Can you yet? I mean, right away. Yeah. You can buy stuff on Amazon for a discount, but you should probably get it at your store. Yeah, sure. Those guys. So it comes out. Apparently. Oh, it's not out yet. I thought it was no, out. It comes out like the May twenty fifth or something. Oh, okay. Sorry, kitties. I thought this was out already. Um, but this is the collecting. Fact that it came out. Is yeah. great. This collects, uh, collects the Mr. Mind story. Power Shazam, issues 13 to 23. The annual, Showcase 96. Seven, no, Showcase, showcase 96. Showcase, showcase number 7. Mary, Mary Marvel story that I wrote. Superman, Man of Tomorrow, issue 4. Superboy, plus 1. And Supergirl, plus 1. Yeah, they did that. Remember they, Peter David wrote that double Peter thing? Peter David. It was like a suit. One was Superboy, one was Captain Marvel. Jr. Over four hundred and twenty-something pages. pages. That's yeah. a lot of pages. So here's the thing: they didn't do. They just released that Monster Society with the Jeff Smith. Jeff right? Smith this week. The I thing saw they that. Didn't do. Which what didn't they do? Well, oh, Jerry's mad. There's no extras. No, I was just looking at the back. You got okay. any covers? I gave them a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. But this issue. I don't know if you anybody read Shazam back then. The Mr. Mind storyline, there's a lot of stuff that Mr. Mind says it's in a special alphabet that you can't read. Yeah, and, and you Mike have the created, decoder. Mike Carlin and Chris Duffy created a decoder card based on the alphabet that I created. Yeah. So that you could translate Mr. Mind's balloons. And it's not in here? No. Well, so that's just Anybody crap. who buys that, when the book comes out, I'll post it on Twitter. Oh, there you go. That's Jerry's giving you the little extra. Yeah. Well, there you go. The Power of Shazam. It's Book two, the worm, the worm Turns. Yeah. And the worm turns, turns, turns. No recoloring of any of this stuff inside? Did no, you notice anything different? Stuff. It's all the same by yeah. Glenn Whitmore, who yep. will be at Trificon on July 28th to the 30th, yeah, along I mean, with Jerry Ordway and his uh, band. I reread it. I don't reread my stuff that much, but when the books come out... And I you go, hey, that's pretty clever. It actually... I mean, I was focused on writing at the time. Well, there you go. And I think it was actually halfway decent. And it has the reproductions of the great covers that Jerry painted. I was just yeah. thumbing through and seeing those in there, too. Yeah, they were originally, I thought they would use the one with Mr. Mine with the... Uh, oh, with the Captain worms all over? All the worms, yeah. yeah. That's not in but there? I think they, it's in there. Oh, but it's not you the thought that was going to be the cover. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. And you so still have all these? Or gonna, the are you waiting to sell these? I have most of them. The originals. Yeah. That's a nice Mary Marvel. Yeah. 
there's a Gil Kane. Is Mary Marvel based on somebody? Were you using a model? Actually, Peggy posed for it. Really? But obviously, I Rail. did a lot of arting. Artie. <laughs> so she doesn't look like. Oh, there is a cover. I mean, I That's the that. with the worms. Did you really? Sure, but you I put worms like I, all over yourself. Exactly. There yeah, you had go. to be a, like a what, like a actor had to be the method. You faked it. Um, no, you just that looks that stuff. looks like a Wally Wood cover. Yeah. Homage. Well, we gave him a Wally Wood type spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, an homage, kids. Yes. Speaking of spacesuits, real quick. So, Guardians of the Galaxy. We didn't ruin it much as I said. Okay, hold your ears. Spoiler alert. Peter Quill, the, the Guardians break up, which I didn't see coming, actually. And I'm like, oh, he went home. Rocket's in charge. Drax is raising families, I guess, and <laughs> with Nebula. And Mantis just went on a walk like Kane around the galaxy with some three giant worm things. <laughs> but it all makes sense. And Gamora's like, hey, I'm out. Did you like Stallone in the movie, or he just looked awkward? I'm so confused about his Hitler He mustache. said he had a mustache. I didn't even see that. At I was the like, end, it looked like this little black uh, spot uh, under, uh, right under his nose. Like did you know that was Michael mustache. Rosenbaum? Yeah, did you see the Lex well, Luthor? He was, in the, he was in the second one, too, but he had a little bit bigger role. In this yeah. one. I was hoping they were going to show the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I really thought, what was it, Ving Rhames? Yeah. I thought he was going to be Charlie 27, yeah. and they were going to have, you know, the, 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 the lame versions. I mean, they already had enough to do. I know, but there were so many. There yeah. was a lot of characters. Yeah. I think they had to get the, I can't think of their name, the Golden People. They're, right. they're not called the Dominion. Right. But they had to get them. They had to get Adam Warlock. They had to get High Evolutionary. They had to get Rocket. They had to tell the stories. I mean, there was a lot going on. Yeah. For a two-and-a-half-hour movie? Yeah. Yeah, it was long. It was packed. It was Packed with people or packed with story? I thought it was a lot of story. That, did you know that one long... Marvel loves those hallway scenes, don't oh, they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That long hallway battle scene. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. had a moment, though. Yeah. Drax was shooting. This was their rock. I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. It was like the Avengers when they had that scene in Age of Ultron. Right. When they did that spin around and they see but all see, the different people beating I mean, each again, other. I, it's I a comic think, book. I do think people expect that. Well, they... They're going to get their money's worth in this one, man. <laughs> Though the humor is what always makes the Guardians move yeah. better than everything. I think it had a lot of that, yeah. didn't you? It always had heart too, and yeah. it has heart. You know, I think the whole story itself is is all. I like how heart. he keeps trying to explain the whole relationship to everybody, <laughs> yeah. and no one cares. They don't care. He's like, and then she left me, and I left her, and people are like, I, I don't, I don't yeah. care. It's yeah. like the guy who talks to you on the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. read your book. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was, that was good. That was good. Um, no, yeah, I got nothing. So here's my thing about, I was thinking of the It's trailers. not the movie I had in my head, though. Let me just tell you. I have a different Guardians of the I Galaxy 3. I didn't go 3. into it thinking that I would know what it was going to be. The I, thought, I, did, I thought somebody was going to die, well, see, and no one was, died. I did talk to the other guy about that. I said, yeah. when you go into the movie and you think, like, oh, someone's going to die. Yeah. There's a point where you get over, you get like you're too focused on. Wait, is this going to be a death scene? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this so happens. This you movie. You get to see yeah. it since you saw it the second time. Yes, today. I knew there was not going to be one. So I kind of need that to actually see it without thinking. Oh, about you wanted what me I'm to tell you? Oh, by the way, no one's going to die. But I'm saying I did tell know. somebody I know who's listening to the show. He said, "Okay, who died?" I go, "You want to really know?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Nobody." He goes, "What?" I go, he goes, but they built it up. I go, I know, and there's certain scenes in this they movie where you could easily go, he's dead, yeah. she's dead, But building he's up the dead. possibility is different, and I feel like, you know, he he's probably, as a the trailers, director, he doesn't want to... Yeah. He doesn't want to take out his... They showed favorites. a bunch of the trailers of people carrying people's bodies and stuff. But that's in the beginning of the movie. 
And then in the middle that of the movie... That scene is in the very beginning of the movie. But then there's some with Drax. I go, yeah. oh, Drax just bought it. But, yeah. You know, and what is this Nathan Fillion? Was he buddies with all these guys? He's been in all of his movies. I don't think he was in number two. He played the prison... He was a prisoner in number one. I he had a he voice. Did a voice he did a voice. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Fillion is He in was there. in there, his, his other movies. Rooker, he's got, yeah. got his wife in there. Yeah. He's got his dad in there. He's got some of his nephews and nieces. I saw a lot of, yeah, a lot of guns. Call me. I would have come. You, you know, no special thanks. Well, I could have played like I a thought for sure. face guy. There was a lot of people in the special <laughs> thanks. I like the carrot guy. I, I like that. She goes, I'm going to kill the carrot guy. And the poor guy's looking around like, whoosh. All right, let me. Let me see real quick on the credits before we hang this sucker up. We had uh, Jim Starlin, obviously, Drax and Gamora. Groot, created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, Jack Kirby. Mantis, created by Steve Englehart. Nebula, created by Roger Stern. John Buscema and Sal Buscema? I didn't know that. I think Rocket Raccoon, created by Bill Mantlo, Keith Giffen. Wait, who's Nebula? Nebula's the bald blue girl. Karen oh, oh, Gillan. oh, oh. Uh, Star- oh, right. I thought she was Star-Lord created by Steve Englehart and Stephen Gann. Special thanks to, get ready for it, kids, uh, Jerry Bingham, Donnie Cates, Chris Claremont, Gene Colan, Mark Grunewald, Timothy Green, too. I don't know him. Jim Valentino, Roy Thomas, Corey Smith, Rick Reminder, Paul Peltier, Mike McNola, Paul Azzacetti? Azzacetti. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clinton Alves. I don't know somebody. Mike Friedrich. And so those are all bits that they got from They just grab random comics. people, yeah. yeah. I see Gil Kane. Oh, there, there's Gil Kane, yeah, because yeah. that was Adam Warlock. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's over. I mean, all these movies, they're going away. That's it. I mean, they're, I think we're watching the end of it. I think they need to have... Hopefully it's the DC universe now that kicks in. Yeah. I think the Marvel universe, I hate to say it, is on its twilight now. I think they peaked with... Endgame and the yeah. rest of it has been kind of like a watered down version. But don't you think that it's just natural? You're looking forward to Fantastic Four. I am. I want to see when yeah. is my X Men coming. What are the things like? Maybe they're making us wait. That's the the uh, Jesus. The I would hope so because I'm like you know what yeah. I really want to see the FF because I kind of was thinking that there would be right? maybe some other world building elements in this, but in a way it's nice that they let them just do it kind of. Well, Ramatut was in you know the Ant-Man movie. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, look, that's a FF guy." Yeah. But no, I'm I'm waiting to see that. And even the Spider-Man movies, I have no idea what's going. Did you know, oh, we forgot to mention Craven the Hunter's coming out. When does that come out? I think that's coming in September. Yeah. It's one of those weak movies for like Sony's just throwing yeah. it out there. We can, that's why. I don't have any desire to see it. I got a bad feeling it's going to be like Venom or that other crap we saw Morbius. <laughs> oh, Morbius, what a shit movie. <laughs> I can't even watch it for free if it's on. I'm like, what the? Fuck? Well, don't you? I think I do. We talked about this after Shazam too. Is there's, a, there's an aspect of being fatigued by oh, yeah. having seen everything. I, I was thinking of that with, you know, you Indiana guys are talking about Ant Man had the world building with the multi, yeah, with yeah. The, yeah, the microverse. The, the microverse. Yeah. <clears throat> this one's got a different kind of world building. Yeah. Which was interesting, and I'm glad that they did a really interesting design. Yeah. But the problem is there's so many there's so many Characters. worlds that have been yeah. built. You yeah. have Lord yeah. of the Rings, you have um you know, Star Wars. You have Star Wars, you have Star Trek, Star Trek. you yeah. have there's so many it's science fiction yeah. worlds. Yeah. It's hard to do something that feels like it's different. Yeah. I agree so with you. You get a little bit of a of a kind of I guess you glaze over a little bit, you know. No, no. And it's like hard I said, to do it. 
I've seen all these characters. I can't believe I watch a movie that has Star Lord in it. I can't believe I watch yeah. a movie that has Modoc in it. And I'm like, okay, you. I want a nice Deathlock. I wish they would do a, a Charlton Heston type '70s gritty yeah. movie, like a Grindhouse movie yeah, yeah. with Deathlock, with a freaking weird futuristic yeah. type of thing, like a Terminator movie. Yeah. You know, do some of those Marvel movies. Do those. Those would be good as those one-off TV movies, like yeah. they did Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Just do a, a quickie, down and dirty movie. Definitely, you don't have to definitely. make an epic. Two hundred million dollar. It'd be kind of as a movie. It'd yeah. be kind of cool to see them do Kill Raven. Kill, I was just thinking that Kill Raven. You, know? you could do all that War of the World but stuff. They haven't done a lot of future stuff. No. You know, but that maybe might they be don't want to, to. That might be a way to go. You know, as far as I think, Agents of Shield could have been totally better. Yeah. I mean, I think that could have been more like the Nick Fury stories that Storanko did, yeah. more like a spy thing. They didn't. I think they were trying too much to incorporate the movies into the show. Right, but they didn't incorporate the show into the movies. No, they totally just did. The only time it got good is when they had the uh, Hydra storyline. I thought that was the best they ever did on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then it just kind of fell apart. Well, again, the movie, it was supporting that effort into the TV shows. And then the whole uh, Netflix movie, remember those? Yeah, no, I like the Netflix. But they didn't support those either. Not like the Marvel Disney stuff. Yeah, but that was because it was was Jeff Loeb. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw Jeff Loeb. He was at the uh, the, uh, convention I went to a week ago. Oh, well. All right, that's it. It's enough. It's uh, you got like forty minutes. This I got to yeah. say, it's an hour and a half. These people don't deserve anything more. <laughs> I say that all the time, and it's true. And we have free comic day. And the on free Saturday. comic day. I might put this together tomorrow. And people listening to this that have their kids in the car, what kind of parent are you? <laughs> Cover your ears. Though also, they did drop the f bomb tonight. Definitely do the spoiler alert. Did you see the f bomb? Yes. They, they, did you hear it? I mean, not yes. see it. I was like, oh, it was funny too. I heard they were going to do it, and they used it in a comedic way. They did, which was good. Yeah. But they, they said, we'll do the F thing, we'll do violence, no sex. Unless you count the, the raccoons jumping. Do animals having sex in movies count? No. Really? I don't think so. I wonder if that's true. I think we've they seen... They have to be humans. Haven't we seen dogs humping in movies? In movies? Yeah. But they don't give it a rated R? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, imagine the dog that goes to see that movie. technically not supposed to be titillating to you. Well, <laughs> I would hope not. And that might be some of our <laughs> listeners. And on that point... <laughs> Good night, everybody. Say good night, Jerry. Good night, Jerry. This has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.